Ladies and gentlemen of Jets Nation from around the world, you're listening to The Good, The Bad, and The Jets Podcast. The Jets hired Robert Sala, the very energetic, uh, bald, intense, good-looking guy. Don't name it to me is the GOAT. And Lawson, like, has had a little bit of an injury history, but man, he's a rocket. He's a ball of muscle off the edge. Denzel Mims is there, and he's got it. Denzel's going to be another big, fast, athletic target for us on the outside. We're a good football team. And now, let's kick it over to your hosts, Brandon Ferris and Spencer Klein. Welcome, everyone, to the Good, the Bad, and the Jets podcast. I'm your co-host, Brandon Ferris, and as always, alongside me, we got Spencer Klein. And Spence, we are remote again after uh, a cool two weeks in person, but we're back for the pod uh, one week before Memorial Day weekend, which is one of my favorite holidays in the year. What uh, what do you think about some of the Jets news that came out this week? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely still that the quiet time or quieter time of yeah. the NFL offseason. But I mean, at least the one thing to highlight, which I guess is concerning for the Jets right now, is. The back of quarterback situation, that was one thing to note. Now that Brian Hoyer re-signed with the Patriots, what is the Jets' plan now with back of quarterback? <laughs> I know we, we, were, we were teasing about James Morgan all offseason, but if we're doing like a stock up, <laughs> stock down kind of thing, for him himself, his stock got to be up. Yeah. <laughs> for us, concerning. Yeah, <laughs> That's it's... definitely one they wanted to bring up today. I know you were really passionate about it because – it's really him or Nick Mullins right now. There's no one else unless they can strike a deal with Nick Foles. Or, I mean, the the Pats will have three quarterbacks. Maybe they cut Stidham, but he's not a reliable backup. I really can't think of anyone else besides who's, who's a free agent who's going to be available is Mullins right now. He's, I think he's recovering from an injury, right? Some kind of surgery. And it, it's really the James Morgan show right now in the backup role to uh yeah, like to I, your dismay <laughs> i i just don't like it's nice to be patient but how patient are they trying to be they gotta address yeah. this at some point they, they missed out on any decent veteran to back up wilson but i don't know they, they i would they, they need a vet i mean you can't go into the season with zach wilson and, and james morgan who couldn't even crack the active active roster for any games well what season. about this what what about gardner Minshew? He can be cut. They did sign Bethard, right? C.J. Bethard, Bethard. Yeah. And obviously they drafted Lawrence, so they can definitely cut Minshew. It's it's not normal for teams to carry three quarterbacks. So Minshew could be the odd man out there. Yeah, I would definitely be. Outside of the box. If he got cut, I'd be open to it. I wouldn't give it, I wouldn't make any trades. I mean, it's not not a lock that they cut him. Although, I mean, he's probably the odd man out there. But at this point, but yeah, if he gets cut loose, sure, I'd be open to it. My only like mini concern, but I don't know if I'm just overhyping this part, is like, I mean, yes, Wilson obviously is the starter, 100%, no question. But, like, our fans going to get like tied to Minshew and be calling his name just because. No, just everyone loves him. No, Wilson's the guy. Everyone loves I, him. I know. Do you see it's, the reaction. It's probably my. Yeah, everyone it's, loves it's him. My, it's my own concern. <laughs> you know, some of our fans can be in. Can now, be in La La Land sometimes. No, no, I, I don't think with Wilson. I think he is, he's the real deal. And everyone loves him. I know you wanted to talk about this. 
that that the ro- the rookie class is getting along really well. It seems like they all love Wilson and I mean love each other. You want to touch upon that? You were talking to me all day about it. <laughs> yeah, they, they were having a great time this week on on Instagram Live. I was looking at her this week on Brandon Eccles Insta Live, and they were. It looks like all the rookies I think got a house or something. Yeah. <laughs> for the workouts this past week. I mean, that's great. Love the bonding. Love that they're all you know, just building the, the, the chemistry. So yeah. it's, and the, it's fun the culture... to see and fun for the content. <laughs> the fans are definitely loving it on Twitter. Well, the culture has changed. It's been a, a huge 180. Because obviously yeah. no one was doing this when Gase was around. No one was, like, happy. <laughs> they yeah, and I saw one about... thing. I, mean, I think Be- it's... Becton... It's... What? Go, go. I was going to say, I think I saw for this week for the... Um, Voluntary workouts they had yeah. about, I think it was around 80 players. Oh, yeah, I saw like that. An extreme high, which is. Yeah. Also, I did see it possible that's related to Juwan James's injury on the Broncos and just concerns of players not wanting to financially have any implications if they were to get hurt. But. Wait, what, what do you still, mean by that? Like they want to get in shape quicker? No, like, so like with the James situation now, he got cut from the Broncos. Yeah, because he got hurt. They don't. Yeah, now they don't owe him any of his contracts. I think there, there was, I saw that was a possible reason, too, that players are more dialed into coming to the voluntary workouts if you get hurt at the facility, not that they're going to. Oh, they get the money. Yeah, it's, just, it's, oh, a, it's okay. a contract thing. But so, at the same time, so James, the... James got hurt not at the facility, right? So Correct. that's why he didn't get any money. But if, yep. like, Michael Carter gets hurt at the practice facility, which I, I really hope he doesn't, then he'll get his contract money. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Okay. It's, it's so a bigger it's kind of like thing for veterans. Comp. Yeah. Yeah. A bigger thing for veterans. But at the same time, I'm sure if that was, if this is Adam Gase, you're still not seeing 80 players even yeah. for that reason. <laughs> so it's just good to see that they're all excited to be there, work yeah, out, they, and they look like get really going. happy. Like I, I was saying before that Becton was really happy to be drafted, but other than that, no one else really cared. Like. We love Denzel Mims, but he didn't really seem too energetic. Maybe he's just not that kind of guy, but these guys are having fun, and the fans love it. And yeah, I did see the Jets had so many players at, at workouts, and it's not normal to see that many people, but it's also a good thing, like you said. Can't be a bad thing, definitely. Exactly. I, I understand the reasons they'll cite for all the players coming, like we were saying, but yeah, there's, there's certainly reasons outside of that that, that they want to be there with the staff that they want to be around. So, yeah, good good times for Jets fans. We had a solid offseason. There's <laughs> yeah. still some mini holes that we'll, we'll see what happens. I know we're, we're going to maybe talk about a little bit today, but yep. just stay healthy up until week one. I know that's that's the big thing that we, until now and then. I mean, stuff will unfortunately happen. We, it just always does. Yep. Hopefully we have as many penciled-in starters playing on week one. Well, right now it seems like everyone is healthy. I don't think anyone's hurt right now. It's not knock on wood, but I don't exactly. think anyone's recovering from anything tragic. It looks like C.J. Mosley's in great shape. I know Becton was banged up a little bit, but he seems fine. Same with uh, Quinnen. I, I think Quinnen's actually recovering. Didn't he have surgery right. or something? Yeah, he, he's but really he, the only one yeah, that had surgery. He should be fine be for camp. Yeah, exactly. We will see him at camp in Forum Park. So I'm not yeah. not worried about him. But other than that, everyone seems healthy. And that's the big thing. Let's just go into the summer camp healthy. And there's going to be a lot of competition for some spots. And one spot 
like we just mentioned, is locked in. Zach Wilson is locked in as the Jets quarterback. And I wanted to announce that on our next episode, which will be launching after Memorial Day weekend, we will be talking with Hive Sports from Utah, who have covered Zach Wilson all throughout college and will kind of give us a a deep dive and some deep insight into what we can expect from Zach Wilson, or as I like to call him, Wall Street Wilson, up here in New York. And I know, Spence, you're excited to talk to them about that. Yeah, they're going to be a fun, collaborative episode. You can get an yep. opinion from you know, from people that really watched him, honestly, much more than, than, than Jets yeah. fans. Like, yeah. We'll all say that we, we're all big fans of him, but we can't <laughs> say we watched all his games up until the, the hype kind of expanded at the end of the the college football season end of yeah. our season so <laughs> i mean, I probably saw like a few games the coastal carolina game and maybe one or two others so i mean i can't talk about being an expert on him but these guys can and we're excited to welcome them to the pod which again will be launching after memorial day weekend we will spare you a episode for memorial day weekend i hope everyone enjoys goes to the beach relaxes i know i know i will i'll be down in atlantic city hopefully not losing all my money but yeah we're excited there are i guess first big guests who aren't our <laughs> immediate friends right <laughs> yeah it'll be, it'll be it'll be fun yeah i'm, I'm excited <laughs> yeah i'm i'm looking forward to it so it will definitely be promoting that and i'm hope i'm hoping that everyone else uh who listens is excited to hear from them And so with that big announcement, we will dive into our segment today where we will go over some potential cuts. The June 1st deadline is coming up. We have rookie camp. I believe that's over or maybe still in progress, but we'll talk about some potential cuts, maybe some surprise cuts that you can potentially see, maybe some trades that that could happen with some guys who are on the roster bubble. And I will... Definitely ask you, Spencer, for some bold predictions at the end, like I always do. So let's get into it. So, Spence, with the June 1st deadline approaching, rookie camp starting, training camp on the horizon, let's discuss more in depth than we usually do some potential cuts that we can see from the Jets this summer. So I want to kick things off. And I mean, it's kind of obvious, but not obvious because we don't know if they'll do it, but it's a popular name. I'm going to start off with Alex Lewis. I think he's owed about three or four million, maybe even five million dollars. Yep. And if, with, if they were to cut him, they would say five million dollars. Perfect. Yeah, you're our money man. I, I always forget. So you, yep. you, you got the stats up. Have some, have some notes on the side. Yep. <laughs> I'm just winging it. So, so with AVT assuming that he's starting, no reason he shouldn't be. And I'm guessing you got Van Roten on uh, the right guard with Cam Clark backing up. It seems like Alex Lewis would be a costly backup at best. And I don't think they need him anymore. I wasn't a big fan of him to begin with. When they said he got into an altercation with Adam Gase, his stock went up for me. I I know it went up for you too. but. That did not improve his play on the field. I don't think he played most of the back end of the season anyway. So, I mean, with uh, with saving five mil, cutting a backup guard, I think that's an easy cut 
for Joe Douglas and the Jets. Yeah, I mean, I like him. He's really more of a fit, like as we, as you just said, more of a, you know a backup guard. Yeah, at the he he filled the role for. I mean, not even the full year like you were saying. He he didn't miss a chunk of games, so did the but job su- for a year. Surprisingly, Douglas did reward him with that contract. Remember, yeah. I think it was like three. It it was three years for fifteen mil about, but or maybe eighteen mil. But it was also disguised as a avoidable contract. Yeah, I mean, he did, he did a fair job in the first season. Right. I thought yeah. that Douglas, I mean, especially with the cost, it was it was basically nothing. I think it was like a fifth or sixth conditional pick of fire. Yeah, yeah, it was it was very a late pick. But I mean, they, they can, there's like two approaches in my mind for what they can do with him. They can just literally bring Lewis Van Roten, and I mean, Cam Clark is not in jeopardy of getting cut. But have all three compete for the other guard spot, and which yeah, would, and which but, and cut one of the vets, which whether yeah. it be him or Van Roden. But I, I think Lewis is probably the more logical cut for the financial reasons. Because then I know with the whole rolling over cap stuff, you could roll over some of this cap savings to to spend next year. Yep. Simply, well, let's so. move over to Clark real quick because so remember they they did sign Dan Feeney. Is there? I wouldn't say. I I don't know if. If Clark is is a lock to not get cut, I would be surprised if he is. Do you think there's any chance that he can be cut? Didn't they sign that guy from the Titans I, too, Levin? I'd be shocked. I feel like it was a, this to me was a good sign that they didn't add any additional guards or any additional O linemen in the draft yeah. after Barrett Tucker. I mean, yep. I know we we talked of some of the undrafted linemen. Last I think he has week, a leg up I, on them though. Exactly. Yeah. So, and in comparison to the vets, like. Feeney, he's he's not great. He's more of like he's a, a backup. Anyway. I mean, I think he's he'll be on the team because he I believe he has some center flexibility. So yeah, yeah, he, he does. I'd be very surprised if he's not there. But at the guard spot and cost related to like we're saying, I would be very surprised if Clark isn't on the team. I mean, my goal, my early, I know we'll probably do these in a later pod, but I want him starting at right guard. I hope that I mean, not even my prediction, it's just my goal for him. I, yeah. I want that to be week one. That he's at right guard, and then what? You'd have GVR back him up. I, I that would be my preference for the financial reasons, along with having a veteran. I think he he fits the bill just a little bit more efficiently than than Lewis. I I mean they're both talent wise. I don't think they're too different. <laughs> I don't think Chef Pins really have a huge preference between the two outside yeah, of the, like the financial reasons. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. How, how much? How much do they save if they cut Van Roten? Do you have that pulled up? Yeah, I'm pulling that one up. I just had it up a second ago. Three point four million. They okay, would save so they save more with cutting Lewis. I mean, they're yeah. they're really interchangeable. I don't have a preference be- between either of them. Don't really like either either of them. I mean, I, actually, I'll I'll give Van Roten the benefit of the doubt. He's from Long Island. Probably grew up a Jets fan. So let let's keep him over Lewis. Save more money cutting Lewis anyway. Yeah, and you know what? It probably it reminds us, I'd say, of of Winters last year. They held on to him for so long and, and ended cut up him. Yeah. cutting him late in the game. I mean, that, that's up to the front office if they want to be, oh yeah, you know, fair fair to the the players if they want to have other opportunities. That's, I don't think it's it's that's, not fair to the, it. It I don't care about fairness. It's a business at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, they, they have the leverage. And, look, they both have fair contracts. I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> they're definitely getting taken care of there. So I mean, I wonder if anyone would trade for either one of them. I, I could see maybe a, like kind of the same trade that that yeah. we got Lewis for, like a late round. I I believe it was a, a fifth. Let, let me look. I'll look it up. But yeah, I think yeah, someone 
if like an offensive lineman goes down during camp, maybe someone trades a fifth or sixth for either yeah, one. Yeah, I can I'll, see I'll it. Take a conditional seventh. I don't care. Yeah, I mean, like my the, thought, I guess now you go for it. I want, I want to hear the the details. It said the Ravens traded Alex Lewis for a conditional seventh round pick in twenty twenty. Oh, I okay, mean, that's, so nothing. Yeah, I'll take. I mean. There's no reason to not take that if they're gonna if the yeah. Jets would have cut him later on. I mean, in terms of the June first deadline, I'm shocked if either of them are cut before then. I I, I think leverage wise for the team. Can you explain the the June first deadline a little more in depth? I have like a brief understanding of it, but I I don't understand the the bonus. I I think the main for our thing too. Yeah, and look, I'm definitely not too much of an expert on it, but I know the the one piece that I understand is the way. The cap savings work. That there's a difference with like the contracts when June first. I think that's the the one sentence here to understand. I don't think for these specific contracts it's a huge difference, but for some of the bigger veteran deals, like if you make a trade or a, a sign, or not even a sign, it's really more for the cuts of the trades. Like you do it after June first, it just it, it hits the cap differently. Could be worse, could be better. That's 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 really the main takeaway. That's why sometimes there's more activity around this time. And I mean, for the cut purposes too, there's some teams that are like, yeah, they might want to cut some, but if they do it before June 1st, it could just, again, it could hit the cap in a good yeah. or bad way. So I think that's, that's the main significance around this state. Yeah. I know it's a big deal. So like after June 1st, we can see, can see maybe some more free agents signed, some cap maneuvering around June or, or July, probably. Right. Yeah, it's like it's like a it's like another mini wave of free agency. I, yeah. I can't like recall each year what happens around this time. Not a yeah. ton, but there, you'll, you'll probably see some activity going. Well, on. there's still some vets uh, available, and like we said, Definitely. maybe maybe Lewis and Van Roden become available. So other than that, I don't think anyone else on the offensive line is really cut worthy. I did see someone on on the Twitter feed say. That uh, I forgot what there was a, a tackle that was cut. I think from Washington, was it Moses? Yeah, I, I I forgot if he was cut or going. Yeah, Morgan Moses. Yeah. So I I saw someone say that Moses is an upgrade from Fant. So I don't know if Moses is an upgrade from Fant. I think they're kind of similar, but it would be interesting to see them cut Fant and sign Moses as right tackle. I still yeah. think like eighty five percent sure that Fant is on the roster week one yeah i mean it's definitely an interesting idea i would i mean i would hope joe douglas does his usual due diligence at least yeah. on a guy like that but i yeah i mean i wouldn't say it's it's a zero percent chance totally it could happen yeah i <laughs> you got i mean fan did us you know we, we like fan we clearly yeah, have, have talked about positively in a lot of our episodes exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i mean it's not someone yet you don't consider you know replacements for yeah. but like he, I'm, I'm, he's, I'm he's good enough, he's but like if a replacing comes around, you're not gonna say, "Oh, we have Fant." Exactly. Yeah. When we're doing episodes for next off season, though, his name will be. Yeah, I'm sure that'll be a, a big discussion we'll be having. You know, unless he really has an absolutely <laughs> here we go fantastic season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's stick on the the line of scrimmage, and let's go to tight end. Another popular cut among Jets fans is Ryan Griffin. And this one, I know the numbers. They do save $1 million by cutting him. I wonder if they don't cut him and keep four tight ends. And, I mean, I think Yabo is going to make the team. 
I think Tyler Croft is a lock since they just signed him. I still think Herndon is definitely going to make the team. Could they keep four tight ends and not cut Griffin? I think it comes down to really how Yaboa performs in camp. Like I mean, Daniel Brown on the offensive, he's going to be cut. He, I no value yeah. there. I think he's more like his really his value to the team is is just special teams. <laughs> he's not adding anything on the offensive side. He, of he the did ball. catch a touchdown. Remember, remember I, that play? His, that was a good he, play. Yes, yeah. he did have his one <laughs> one play of his entire Jets tenure. But I no, no, to your, I, I don't think he'll I, make the team. I don't know. Like, it's, yeah, I mean Brown. I, I, you think oh, Brown's yeah, yeah. going to make the team? Well, it's because I think because of the special teams, you know, he has a, a chance to stay. I mean, if we're going to like predict the depth chart, they, well, not even in order, just the players. What, they keep uh, Herndon, five tight ends? I'm thinking for Herndon's making the team. Yeah. Croft. Uh, who else? Croft is making the team. Those are two penciled in. You think Yeboah's making the team? I think he'll make I the think it would be Yeboah versus Griffin because I don't know if – I don't know if Griff, does Griffin or Yeboah play special – well – that that's the piece maybe I'm missing there. If they can play special teams, then then forget. Well, you, remember Yaboa's blocking. <laughs> Yaboa's blocking is his weakness, so he's not going to be blocking on special teams. Uh, maybe he's there on like a fake punt or something, but I don't think he's going to have an impact on special teams. I think Griffin actually does do stuff on special teams. I think he's a good blocker actually, but with Tyler Croft in, in the room. They don't really need a, a tight end who can make special teams because Croft, I'm assuming, will be their special teams tight end. Yeah, so I'm, I'm I, expecting Croft to be on the team simply along with – well, yeah, like, like we're saying, Croft turned and then the, these these few spots. So, I mean, yeah, Gr- Griffin, I, I would like Griffin to be out of all of them. I mean, along with Daniel Brown, I think you don't need either one. <laughs> and they, they can get by. I would rather keep Wesco as your fourth along with Yaboa. I don't even know what they're going to do with Wesco. I think they'll convert him to the fullback role again, so I think he's safe. I think Mm -hmm. Daniel Brown's an easy cut. It's interesting that you hate him so much, but yet you're hesitant to say he's a cut. It's just on the role route. Like I don't like he adds nothing on the offensive (laughs) end, but I I get it from like the special teams perspective. They think he adds he adds something there versus the other tight ends. Then then I could see it maybe, but. I mean, yeah. If I'm again, if I'm making the depth chart, Herndon, Croft, Deboa. If if West, I mean, I would even do with those three, and that's it. You yeah. don't even need the next two. Okay, and so Griffin, you cut and save the money. So that's what you would do. What do you think the Jets are going to do? Are they going to cut Brown and Griffin? I think they cut Brown and keep Griffin. I I think yeah. I think I agree with you there. I, a lot of Jet fans have this assumption that Griffin's just. Going to be or has a good has a higher chance of being out, but we really have no basis behind that. All of us outside of the cost part that that's yeah. why we want them to save the money. Yep. But yeah, I think I agree with you there. Brown gets cut. Griffin will will have his special teams role that I'm imagining that yep. Brown could maybe do. <laughs> but cost wise, it makes sense if they want to move on too. But yeah, I'm expecting Griffin. My my end. Uh, thought on that is I expect Griffin to, to be on the team this year. Yeah, I, I and agree. cut after the season. I think I'll go even to the next level that he won't I be back. I think his contract's that. just up after this year, isn't it? I forgot. I forgot how long the extension was. That that. Oh yeah, my no, it's one year. more it, Th- it, three year extension <laughs> in twenty nineteen. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and we could critique that too. And what was the point of that deal at the, that time? There was yeah. no rush to. 
I to think, do it. <laughs> I don't think teams were knocking on the door for Ryan Griffin. Like who were they? I those are contracts. <laughs> yeah, it, it never makes sense when when those types of deals happen. Like why are you why are you doing that? You're yeah. not not competing with anyone else. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. All right, so I guess we we both think they'll keep four tight ends, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. So let's move over to I guess the rest of the offense. I don't really think there's anyone notable that gets cut. I think Braxton Barrios does not make the roster. I mean, I mean, he's not notable, but I don't think he makes the roster. And I don't think Josh Adams makes the roster. I think they keep the other four running backs. I mean, I think the, that, two, the two controversial names, Jamison Crowder and Piron. They're controversial to you. I, don't, I think they're both very safe. I want to keep Crowder. I think it's more that that one's more controversial for the for other Jets fans. I'm comfortable with keeping him. Like the cost is the cost, but you can get out of that next year. Like give give Wilson he's, as much as well, possible. He's a free agent next year, Crowder. So yeah, yeah. exactly. I don't have to worry. It's like I, I don't understand the rush to move on from him. The P Ryan one, I I just you just hate him. Strong. You just don't no, like I, him. That's that's all right. I, I just want him to it. be good. I just don't know. Like with the, with the group that's. On the on the on, excuse me, the group that's on paper right now, he's gonna have to compete. He's, I don't think he's certainly locked into well, anything. I, I, he, he I definitely told has you, to earn this spot this year. I told you this week. One of the guys in my dynasty football league said that P Ryan's better than Michael Carter. So I don't think. Yeah, he I is. don't know about that. One. <laughs> I think P Ryan is very safe. I mean, my this the simple depth chart should be. I mean, not in order again. Cause we'll see about that later on. Tevin Coleman, Michael Carter. Ty Johnson, P. Ryan. I think that's well, that's yeah, the easiest spot. But we don't know. It's totally possible that they they may view Josh Adams <laughs> ahead of one of them. I, I can't speak for them there, although I'm not expecting it. But it, it's possible. I just don't think it can be ruled out. If P. Ryan, if P. Ryan gets outplayed in camp, then yeah, they'll cut him. I don't think he'll be outplayed by Josh Adams. And plus, I mean, he was a fourth-round pick last year. I think he's very safe. I would be very shocked if they move on from him from him already. I'm not predicting he'll be cut yet, but my my eyes are definitely on that throughout training camp. I want to see what the what the comments and, and reports are as yeah. the, as that comes along. But I mean, yeah, my ultimate prediction is the four. I probably went back and forth, but I think he'll be on the team. Along yeah. <laughs> and Crowder, not really a prediction. I am expecting him to be on the team. That Me was too. just more addressing the. Just the commentary that's been out there about him, but do you no think Barrios gets cut? On the offense. Do you think Barrios makes the yeah. team? I think he's cut. I think, I think yeah, I think no. Like, what, what do you need him for? Like, I know he has the special teams ability. He, he what was he? He was the punt returner, right? Yeah, he was awful, Less, right? Yeah, exactly. Crow- so he didn't really do anything. He was just hurt. I was gonna. He didn't really do anything good no. as the punt returner. <laughs> so I'm totally comfortable with with moving on from him. And there's a yeah. I mean, it's crazy, but there's like so much competition for this six wideout spot. So, yeah, someone's going to earn it. I'm not expecting it to be Berrios, but I know there's... you have Lawrence Cager too. Don't forget, yeah, who was a a big undrafted free agent fan last year, and then he got cut. So he's still around. Yeah, and again, like Jeff, fans, not not all, but there are some that just like they, they're into Braxton Berrios. Like for what? What did he really yeah. do? Like, he had a Nothing. couple like. Fair games, re- reception-wise, but his 
his uh, what's it called his um like uh, yards per catch were pitiful. Yeah, he's <laughs> last just year not not it. Just a he's a fringe roster player, and yeah. he was playing starting time for us. But I mean, we don't need to go nuts about him. He yeah, I will not be not, on the roster. Yeah. Is the easy prediction. I agree. So with P Ryan, let's move over to his college teammate, who we've talked about, Zuniga. They both play that far to the right. They were both drafted in the same year. I think Zuniga went third round. P Ryan went fourth round. I think Zuniga does not make the team. Like we said before, there's a lot of competition on that D-line, especially that edge rusher position. I think he's the first guy cut from that draft class. Yeah, I mean, I hope he has a strong camp. I hope he makes the team, but yeah, it's, me too. it's not going to be easy. And he, he showed, as you're saying, didn't show anything last year, yeah. to be honest. Do you think he's so? Cut? I do. I think I, or, I like this or potential they from Rashad Jr. I mean, that would, I, that's what I would do if I'm them. You know, put him on quotes, with some fake yeah. injury just so you can keep him around. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, I Huff outperformed him. Yeah, yeah I think, the two of them, I think, are – I mean, I can't say Rashad Jr. I guess is ahead of anyone yet. But Do you think I, Huff I is see. ahead of some people? Oh, yeah. Do you, do you think the, he's a lock? Uh, I don't know if I'll say lock because we know new staff and everything. Yeah. Stuff stuff can change there. I think but he's performance a wise, yeah, yeah, performance wise, definitely ahead of Zuniga last year. I mean, of course, he's ahead of Rashad Junior by default. And yeah. I, of those three, I think you're only going to have one on the roster, maybe two, just because we added talent in this off season to that group. Yeah. So, you, I, this is a stupid question. I I know the answer, but you think John Franklin Myers is safe, right? Yeah, yeah he's he, safe. He should be a lock. Always safe. I know, like I was saying Phillips earlier, I don't cut. know what they're going to do. Yeah, I think Phillips is out. Shepard Jr. It's not, not Jr. I think no, did I make junior. up the Jr. <laughs> no, he's like Shepard is. Yeah, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of someone else. Shed I don't junior, know yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, Shepard's gone. But Shepard out, and I mean Foley, I like it. I, I was going to add him, but I just I'm concerned. What are they going to do with him after this year? Like, how, at some point you got to pay all these guys. So I I don't know if you can really afford giving that much capital to. The whole D line. We have expensive now. Yeah. Sorry, expensive contract with Lawson. Of uh, Franklin Mars and Foley, you're gonna have to pay one exactly. Quinn and eventually you're gonna have to pay. So, do you think Foley is there week one though? I think they're on the roster, but I think it'd be wise of them to you know, potentially shop one for a pick. When I say well, one of the two, I would shop Foley probably so of the you, two. I, I like Franklin Mars more. Do you think JFM or Foley or both? Do you think they finish the season with the Jets then? That's a tough question. I think they do. I think it just depends how how they're doing. If they really are exceeding expectations and winning games, you're not going to just shake it up too yeah. much. But yeah. at the same time, you could also let the guys walk when you get a comp pick. So it's not like they're going to definitely lose them and get, and get nothing in return. I guess yeah. that's also a possibility. But yeah, I mean, I expect fully and and Franklin Myers to be there week one. It's just it's just something to look ahead on there because I don't know. How they're gonna fit them all in down the road, assuming they're all performing yeah. as they've done. A yeah. Good problem to have, we'll say that. Yeah, <laughs> and don't forget they did bring in very Vinny Curry too, who is basically safe yeah. as well. Yeah, I'm sure he's making the yeah. team, and I, I like Rankins. to fit that role as that situation. Yep, yeah. Frank, exactly. It's such a such a deep group this yeah. time. It's crazy. <laughs> it's it's a good problem that that they haven't had in years. Yeah. Good good luck to our undrafted D lineman from last week. <laughs> 
I don't even remember his name. I think we had Jerome Ford, I believe. <laughs> the the Rutgers D lineman. Well, good luck to Jonathan Marshall, too. Yeah, I mean, the both of them. Yeah. I mean, him, he's he's getting IR'd with the fake injury. I'll put the prediction out there. <laughs> well, there's a hot take. Yeah, I see that. The writing's on the wall there, From, in my opinion. No no, no basis behind it. All right, so we, we talked about the D-line a lot. Let's go over to the linebackers and uh, the secondary, the rest of the defense. Any surprise cuts? I don't really think there's going to be any surprise cuts. I think guys like Lamar Jackson don't make it, and maybe maybe Cashman doesn't make it. What do you think about Cashman? Is See, Cashman his, make it? His situation to me is so interesting where like he it's could favor- start. It's favorable for him, though. His yeah, stock is he, up. He could start, and he also easily could be cut. Like, his, his ceiling and floor are both very high and very low, I feel yeah. like, at the same time for what he can be this year. My ultimate prediction, I think he'll make the team. I mean, stay healthy. Well, he he <laughs> does special teams, camp. too. Yeah, he yeah. gets hurt a lot. He's got, he's got to stay healthy in order yeah. to really earn the spot. Cause I, I know, like I was hyping up in our pod two weeks ago, I think Hamza is definitely going to compete there. Sherwood is Sherwood, certainly going to yeah. compete there. I tried, and, to get, I, mean, I tried to get Sherwood on the, on the pod. He never responded to my tweet. We'll, we'll <laughs> keep working on it. It's possible. It's possible. Well, yeah, I, I mean, think I either just, one of them can beat out Cashman. Yeah, but I, I, I would say, I guess, why not? Like, he'll be in the backup, though. I just don't and, think it's and a that deep undrafted group free agent that we talked about, too. Milo was it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the guy the, from Illinois. The one from Illinois. Yeah. yeah. So, like, Davis and Mosley are obviously the starters, and then there's really an open competition for the rest. Yeah. So I, it's... I think Cashman makes the team. So do I. I just don't think it's, it's like you just said. It's not deep enough of a group to just cut him <laughs> well, I, unless I, yeah, I someone say, just really outplays him. I think they keep Davis, Mosley, Cashman, and then the two rookies. Yeah, I mean, don't forget, I know we, we, we haven't talked about him really at all, is that Delshawn Phillips. Oh, yeah, I keep probably forgetting. Is, yeah. I'm He's sure, special I mean, teams, I, That's my guess. He'll be a special teams guy. But at least in the depth chart, you're going to see him listed at linebacker, I, I, forget about I that imagine. Guy. Yeah. Yeah, he'll, he'll, my guess is he'll be there just because of that factor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, nothing, this, nothing really. Else yeah, the linebacker group's pretty straightforward. Yeah, corner. I think we're on the same page. I'm, I'm not into Lamar Jackson. So he showed anything last year. I would rather all the drafted corners and the undrafted corner done. I'd rather all every single one of them just make the team over him. <laughs> I'll think... disagree with Anthony. I think Bless Austin is safe. I'm not really concerned about him. I I, I'm not as down on him as as, yeah. as Anthony is. I think I, I he think should he's, be there. I don't think he's great. I don't love him, but I think he's safe. I'd be surprised if they cut him because if they he's he's really the vet there. Yeah. Yes, he, yes, he's been in the league for what two or three years, but he's the vet. <laughs> so I, they got to keep him. I think they'll keep him. So do I. I mean, again, it depends on. We got to see if they add a vet. That's the biggest position they 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 need to address before it's yeah. They got to bring in a vet. You cannot roll with just before this June. Group. They only it's... got like a week before June. I know they they got. I mean, the names are still there. I just don't understand what is wrong with. <laughs> I mean, we could talk about <laughs> Stephen Nelson Sherman, but like, what's wrong with Cool? You have a guy who liked it here. I, it, yeah. I believe it seems like he loved it. Oh. I wouldn't say love, but I think he definitely liked it here. Spring him back, one-year deal. I'm sure that the price certainly will not be high. 
I mean, it wasn't even high last year, and they Five signed million. him early on. Yeah. So. Well, speaking but, about so he speaking about slot corners. So right now, if they don't bring back Poole or bring in Nelson, really, the competition I guess is Carter and Gidry. Yeah. I I don't think Gidry makes the team. I think yeah, that I, they I, use I like my eye as a nickel right corner. Too. Yeah. They they can use him. Davis can play nickel corner a bit. Ashton Davis. I believe mm-hmm. one of the linebackers, they I think Sherman or Hamza can play nickel as well. So I think Gidry is expendable and I think they go with Carter or a vet starting at, at nickel corner. Slot corner. Yeah, I mean, I can't say I focused on Gidry at all last year. I think his name has just popped up more this offseason as like someone who they may see something with, but wh- I I don't know. Nothing ever. The advanced, stood out. the advanced stats favor him, but like the eye test, it was just not good when I saw him on the field. He's yeah, just gonna I mean, he's, <laughs> I know he's quick, but that's it's just yeah. not. I don't know. Just really nothing like stood out to me with him. At all, just to be here going forward, and like you're saying, like Hardy is technically a corner too, so he'll he'll oh, be yeah. around next keep, one. Yeah, I forget about him. Is he slot? Yeah. Do you know? I'm honestly have no idea. I doubt he'll play any. <laughs> what he really does? Yeah, yeah exactly. He's more the specialist. There's the like Phillips, Hardy, like a couple of these guys at all these positions. They're going to make the team just just for that simply. Yeah. So they 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 just no, I mean not take up a spot like they earn their spot, but. <laughs> a spot is simply penciled in <laughs> yeah. that you can't just work with for other reasons. So is Gidry a cut for you? I think I don't really have a strong answer. Yes or no? I feel like I, I need yes. your answer. We're on I'll the say podcast. Yes, Give then. me your answer. Yes, I, okay. I think he's cut. Just I I rather roll with all the as I was saying, all the young guys they brought in. So yeah. answer is yeah. And any really surprise cuts in the safety department? Don't think so. I think yeah, the group we're seeing there is going to be the group on week one. It's pretty, pretty simple, I think, for that uh, whole position. May Davis Joiner and and same thing, Bennett yeah. Jackson yeah. for the the special teams ability. All four should be there. Well, no question. And, and also Sherwood and Hamza can play safety as well. Yeah, exactly. So it's that group should be should be fun though. Hopefully, hopefully Davis yeah. takes the next step. That's one I think we'll. We haven't yeah. talked too much about it in any of our episodes, but he he needs to perform. That was the same thing as Zuniga, third round pick. You better uh, start producing. I mean, he showed some flashes last year. I'm not down on him, but time to you're going to be a full time guy now. So play. Yeah, he's had. Well, yeah, he had a lot more opportunity than Zuniga, and also the the safety position is a little more bare than the edge rushers, so he doesn't yeah. have as much competition. I mean, if he doesn't take the next step this year. I think it's time to look to move on. Yeah. It, it, it's, it, it, at this state of the Jets roster, I think you have to be a little quicker with with the rookies and their development because uh, they're, they're in a rebuild. More they're, next in a, year. <laughs> they're in a rebuild, but playoffs are on the horizon in the next two years, next three years. So they need to start getting some impact guys. And again, yeah. they have four picks in the first two rounds next year. I mean, I wouldn't love a safety in the first or second round, but if they want to replace him, then they can definitely do that. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say half the roster is going to be like draft picks from the past three years, which, I mean, again, yeah. if you draft well, that's great if they all can stick and be impact guys, but that's, that's a lot of the team. So you, yeah. the, the clock 
the, called the clock hat. Well, it was already started, but the time is now performed. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I guess the last other positions, punter, Braden, man, is is set. Hopefully, do they, did they even bring in a punter? To I, don't I don't think, think so, so at all. No. He's here for for life. <laughs> he's a jet forever. <laughs> Kicker. I mean, it's not even. There's no surprise. It's just someone needs to win that job. I think well, we talked about that last week. Yeah, we mentioned that last week. We we both think Ficken wins. Or uh, how about this? Do you think Ficken's the week one kicker though? That's uh, a great. That's a better. I, I don't question. know. I don't know um, if I phrased it like that last pod, but no, I'm phrase you didn't. It. I don't think he is. I uh, agree. Uh, how about I, that? I think Douglas will play the either the bet market or the waiver wire again for a kicker, and totally could see someone else there on week one. My so my answer to stick to an answer is no. That Ficken. Yeah. So Ficken over the field, we both way. take the field. If we're yes. uh, a betting man, we are yes. a betting man. But again, <laughs> just on a veteran, you know, it shouldn't be this difficult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been, easily have been resolved, but he'll figure, well, hopefully figure it out. I can't say well. <laughs> and that's really it. Uh, do you have any other potential cuts that could be surprising that should be on our radar radars? I don't have anyone else. I don't think so from the team. No, it's it's. Uh, I mean, yeah, the roster pending any late free agency moves. It's it's pretty yeah. set everywhere. Except like I said, except really the cornerback position. It's the only thing to really yeah see them adding. Line, Unless I guess linebacker maybe. I was gonna say maybe linebacker. Yeah, yeah. Those, those would be the only two that I think our opinions could change over the summer. But yeah. for now, no, I think it's it's. Uh, I mean James Morgan. Oh. <laughs> Well, no, no, I, teasing about I, that one. I actually if have they a, actually decide to bring in a bet. I I have a fun question to to cap off the segment about him. Do you think James Morgan is on the active roster opening week, week one? He was not no. active any week last season. No, I don't. No, I don't. I'm gonna say yes, just to be different. I'll say yes, and we can mark this bet down. I think he is going to be the backup week one. I'll be very disappointed well, so if that's the case. <laughs> I'm going with my, my strategy. They will IR him with a fake injury since, according to Connor Hughes of the Athletic, he's a, you know, a, quote, a coach in the room, which I don't understand. <laughs> but okay, so I'm expecting him to be around, but not in the active roster. I mean, just give him a coaching job. I, yeah, I don't that's, that's, yeah. Sure, if you want to do that, it's no problem. <laughs> It's not gonna bother me if they do that. <laughs> I think that's the one thing that we differ on. That that we're usually on the same page, but I th- I just wanted a different answer from you. I think he is yeah the active backup. Unfortunately, I, it'll I mean, be very worrisome. I will not be comfortable <laughs> <laughs> with that. And one other question: Do you think Jonathan Marshall makes the team? I think you said yes already, but do you th- do you think he makes it? Oh, you, you said he, they would IR him, right? I do, but I, yeah, I think they're, they're, I don't think he's not in the Jets organization in some manner on week one. So I mean, he's like getting I said, paid the, by the Jets week one. Yes, on, on my, my, my ultimate prediction there is the fake injury on IR, because I don't see how he makes the active roster, but the fact that they invested a pick into him, I just I don't imagine Douglas is cutting one of his picks after just the yeah. summer. That's just my... I mean, we haven't seen that yet so far to see a reason that he would do that. Well, he's only been around a year and a half. Do you yeah. think he's on I the mean, at least roster, in... Marshall? Or no? You're going to stick with the IR thing? 
not on week one, but I could see him cracking it at later points. I mean, I could okay. see that. Probably say that for everyone. Yeah, <laughs> well, that spot. I'll I'll go I'll, different I'll, again, and I say he is not on the team week one. I'll go bold. Yeah, there. I like that. I'll go bold, and that's really it. I don't think there's anyone else. Any other yeah. potential cuts? So we'll see what happens. It's still a long way to week one. We got rookie camp. We got June one deadline. We have training camp. Injuries can happen again. Let's knock on some wood that they don't don't happen. And of course, we can see some vets cut or traded. So I mean, still got a long way to go. The roster can be totally different in a few weeks, and I guess time will tell. And uh, to see who's right and who's wrong. Well, Spence, another good episode in the books. We will actually be able to see who is right and who is wrong based on this episode when we get to week one, see who, who won the bets. And I guess we can just be on the lookout for the roster, see what happens in the next few weeks, see who's available and, and who ultimately makes and, and doesn't make the team. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Definitely keeping my eyes out on some of the guys that I mentioned. My my eyes are on you, P. Ryan. Hopefully, <laughs> I'm firing you up to yeah. to prove me wrong and and you'll easily be locked into a spot. But yeah, we will see for sure this summer. Yeah, it will be interesting to say the least. And like we said earlier, we are talking with Hive Sports on our next episode, which will happen after Memorial Day weekend. Again, we will give you all a break on Memorial Day weekend. I am going to Atlantic City and the beach. Are you doing anything fun, Spence? Uh, nothing staying around and nothing too special that, that, that week. I know. I know. <laughs> we'll, big summer coming, so we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. be doing more things then. Yeah. Well, I, if all goes well, I might be moving into my apartment at the day after Memorial Day weekend. So we'll see. Big things coming for, for the pod. Absolutely. And... Yeah, Hive Sports will be a, a good conversation. We will launch that after Memorial Day weekend. We'll talk about Zach Wilson and really anything else related to BYU and, and Wilson. Maybe we'll talk about Tristan Hodge as well, one of our favorite undrafted free agents. So, yeah, def, definitely want to talk more about him as, as the summer evolves. Yeah, definitely. So thanks for interrupting me. If you all <laughs> want to follow us on uh, social media, you can follow us on Instagram. At the good, the bad, and the Jets pod. You can follow us on Twitter at good, bad, Jets pod. You can like us on Facebook by searching for our podcast name. Really got to post more on Facebook. And you can follow us, follow me on Twitter at BeFerrisVerified. Thank you, Brandon, as always. And you can check me out on Twitter at SKline8241033 on TikTok at NYJetsSK824 and on YouTube, Spencer Klein, and we'll, we'll see when the next video is posted there. The, the, yeah, the, the big comment. Yeah. I was going to say, you can't promote your YouTube if you're not going to post anything on it. That's the rules now. It's, it's coming <laughs> at some point, no doubt. Maybe a doubt. <laughs> well, again, as always, thanks everyone for listening. We hope you enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. To me, it's my favorite holiday because it's the, really the start of summer. Love summer. And I, I hope everyone gets some good barbecue and, and relaxes. And hope you enjoy the rest of your week. And with everything opening up, everything looks safer. We, we hope you still 
try and remain positive, always test negative, and enjoy the rest of your week. Thanks, everyone.